Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Ah, I'm Z- I'm Zach. Um, and Isai and Matt could not join us today. Um, so it's just us two. You got you got two two of us. Two just the two of us. Will Smith just, yeah. featuring his son. Yeah. I love that movie. It wasn't, Pursuit of Happiness. It wasn't Jaden, right? In the song, uh, it was his other son. It was. He only son. has one. He only has. He has two kids. I. It was. It was Jaden. Oh, okay. I thought it was like. Yeah. Doesn't he have like an eighteen-year? Well, eighteen-year-old. The last time I looked it up, who played football? Well, no, that is Snoop Dogg. You are thinking of? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, who has a kid who? Yeah, is super into football. Okay. Well, <coughs> that was. He was playing like college last time I saw. No, it. Yeah. Will and, Will and Jada just have the two because then they have versions of each other's names. It's true. Willow and Jaden. Um, that was uh, Will Smith, the Will Smith trivia portion of the episode. Uh, we're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Um, check out the other shows. Just go to biz and you'll see all of them. They're cool. Yeah. Um, um, real qu- before we get started, um, I watched the Snyder Cut. And all I really want to say about it is there's a scene that might have been in the original one, but I forgot, where Superman and Wonder Woman are fighting, and they're just headbutting each other, and it's like uh, Minoru Suzuki and... Wow, who's the guy who retired? <laughs> Headbutt guy. Oh, um, uh, Shibata. Yeah, and Shibata are just... It, it feels like one of their matches, and it, it rocks. Oh, sick. It rocks. Yeah. I've been. I'm planning on watching it. I'm not going to watch it as a movie, um, because it's it's. I I never have four hours to just sit down and watch a thing. It is separated into parts, and you can watch it like that. It like kind of ends, and then a new part starts, and it's kind of done. I will say, I wanted it to be bonkers. It's not. Um, Yeah. But the future, what he wanted to do, was fucking bonkers. But. Um, he sets that up. Also, I've never said this out loud. I never saw Suicide Squad. I hate Jared Leto. His whole mm-hmm. method acting of that. His performance is good. I mean, he's he's a giant piece of shit. Yeah. But he can be a good actor. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. I completely forgot that he would be in it. Even it was a it was a good it was a good Joker thing, and seeing. That Joker and Affleck Batman interact with each other. It was cool. I don't give a fuck. Um, I've heard that the Affleck Batman is actually good in this version. So it's fine. Cyborg is what's good. They that's they give Cyborg a real story. He's the heart of the movie. It's great. It's fine. It's a fine movie. If you want to watch it, do it. It's not. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's worth anyone's time if you don't care. I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it, but. It's fun. It's fine. Anyway, wrestling time. Um, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown, so we'll talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, I, to be honest, didn't either this week. So we're a great two to have. Um, doing this thing this week. Yeah. Um, we'll just talk about that going into um, Fastlane. You know, let's just talk about Fastlane now. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? Um, here's the card on Sunday. 
fast lane. It actually looks tight, and I'm interested. Um, we got Riddle versus uh, Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship. Uh, yeah, it'll. I mean, it'll be good. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm don't. I'm expecting Riddle to retain, but yeah, I mean, it would. Maybe there'll be some. It's a normal match, so maybe there'll be some retribution fuckery, and it'll. Yeah. Be, maybe Mustafa will get it at Mania. Maybe, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we'll see. That'd be tight. Uh, we got Shinsuke versus Seth, which I don't remember the last time I paid attention <laughs> to Seth wrestling, but this this could be a very good match. Yeah, it, I'm sure it will be. Like Seth, it's he's great in the ring, you know, and. Shinsuke is like seeming to like be stepping up to like the Shinsuke of old a little bit yeah, right now. Yeah. And yeah. And is he bad or good? He's good. Okay. He turned, he turned face. Okay, yeah. So he won't, he won't kick the shit out of Seth, but I mean, so will that's a good thing to do. Okay. Um, Alexa versus Randy Orton in an intergender intergender match. Uh, yeah. Uh, this will probably not be an actual match at all. No. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm guessing the fiend returns here. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But like, at least at, they set up the mania match. I guess. What if it just was though? What if it just I, was an intergender match? I mean. Alexa's not the person I'd want to have it, but it'd still be cool if it happened, you know? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm sure she'll get in some offense, and I mean, he's RKO'd her. He's hurt her before, mm -hmm. so it's not, like, out of the ordinary, but yeah, The Fiend's gonna return. It's gonna be weird, and I know people hate it, but on paper, I'm interested. Exactly. Well, it's kind of the, that's kind of the story of this whole thing, is like, on paper, this could be cool. Yeah. But it's being done by WWE, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just not so much. Um, we got Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no holds barred match. They're gonna mm. kill each other. Yeah, it'll be great. Just beat the absolute shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Cruz, which uh, Big E had a very serious promo on SmackDown. I did hear that, and this. This could be wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Almost the whole thing with this whole card is like. All of it, like, at least will be interesting, if not should be really good. Mm -hmm. Just like are none of it's that consequential. So that's, you know, the you know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, It feels like a lot of these will be redos at Mania. Mm -hmm. um, or just setting stuff up for Mania. Yeah. Um, I guess not redos, not a lot of these. Like Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan with uh, Edge as a special guest enforcer. That's not going to be a redo. No. Um, yeah, a lot like it just really shows like, yeah, this will be a fun card, I think, but they just don't need a pay-per-view this close to Mania. No. Like they just don't. No. This is all stuff that could be happening on weekly TV. Um like easily and would be better for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but the Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, 
I think, I mean, Roman takes it. It's, it sucks that there's no surprise. Um, I think what could be, could happen, like the, the alternative scenario <coughs> would be with Edge in there as special, you know, special enforcer, mm-hmm. like somehow accidentally, like accidentally or intentionally caught, like costing Daniel Bryan the match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, since we have two nights of Mania, we could get, like, a Edge versus Daniel Bryan night one Ooh. to see who fights Roman night two sort of thing. That'd be... Or, or a triple threat, but I doubt that. I would I would prefer the the former because, mm. I mean, but, but Edge got injured last year, so <laughs> yeah. two matches for him might be too much. Maybe, but, I mean, it's hard to, like... You can't really like play it that way, mm-hmm. kind of. Also, this was the the number one match on this card: uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Um, there's no. I, I don't way. know why. I don't know why this is still going. Yeah, there's no way Sasha and Bianca are winning. Like, no, no. They're gonna. They're. They already have their Mania match. So yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like booking setup stuff i don't know yeah i don't like it's a weird direction to go in of like tying up this mania main event in the tag division Mm -hmm. as a way to like build this feud it's just like they're like creating that like false sense of animosity between the two through this it's like it's just obvious that that's what they were going to do this whole time and now they're just like following through on the obvious thing yeah and there, I just there are so many better ways they could have done it, but mm-hmm. whatever. Also, I can't wait till they get those titles off of those two. I'm oh, I know, I'm tired of it. Um, yeah, that's Fastlane. Hmm. Um, so they speaking of that, they did kind of like sow the beginnings of that potentially because they had Shayna like went to interfere oh, in yeah. match between Nia and Sasha on SmackDown and. Um, like Sasha moved, and so Shayna kicked Nia instead. Ooh, ooh, they're not, f- they're gonna not be friends. Yeah, but I just got, I hope to God that's not like a Mania match, Shayna versus. Like, I hope they don't like find some stupid way for them to drop the belt before Mania and then have that as a sing like a singles match because that would be terrible. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and also another thing coming from SmackDown. Just because we love these two people, uh, Sami Zayn was having a little talk with his documentary crew. Kevin Owens showed up and he was like, "Kevin, you gonna be in my documentary?" And he's like, "I don't know. Uh, why are you doing this? I think you're just full of shit." And then um, there was a match of some sort, <laughs> and uh, Sammy gave Kevin a haluva kick on the outside, and so. They're they're feuding again, and yeah, that, that'll that'll be sick. And Kevin's gonna jump off the boat onto Sammy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be great. I'm glad that that's what they're going with with like how Kevin like Kevin deserves whatever Mania match he wants yes. for the work he's put in this year yes. with Roman. Yes, and this is you know I'm gonna guess the match he wants. Yeah, and I mean he also deserves a Mania match like. Oh yeah. Um, there was like before SmackDown happened, I was like, "What is Kevin gonna do at Mania?" Like, 
Oh, also, yeah. we didn't talk about <laughs> Braun hosting the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, yeah. Braun got covered in slime. And yeah, they, he's he's officially big show celebrity guy now. And they didn't and they didn't that match was Shane versus Braun was supposed to be on this and they took it off. So I guess that, that's not happening. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it'll be it'll be mania. Yeah. Shane's being mean. Mm hmm. It's God, this angle with Shane McMahon, like they're just they're trying too hard in some things like the Bianca and Sasha thing they're trying too hard this they're trying too hard like Shane just being annoying on screen Mm -hmm. but like I don't know like Braun just still doesn't feel like a baby face in this he's just he's just Braun yeah but they're trying so hard to make Shane annoying to make it like feel good when Braun destroys him eventually yeah and it's just it is yeah, it's just strange. Seems uh, Braun versus Shane is something I never th- even thought of. I don't know. Yeah, I just I just don't care. Yeah, like yeah, I don't even I don't think it'll be bad necessarily. I, it'll be just be whatever, but I just don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Let's talk about NXT. I watched the Hulu cut, so I missed a couple things. Um, God damn it! I pulled I pulled up a recap from too long ago. Hold on. Um, it was a good it was a good episode of NXT. Just like I mean, just like always. Um, not like the most memorable one. Like it's it's a very rare occurrence where I actually think dynamite might have been stronger, yeah, I mean this week they had the i mean dynamite had the big money match. a match, yeah, um yeah uh finn and Finn and Carrion talked to each other, um which led to a the main event was them in a tag team match against Lorkin and Birch, which mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlet um, reads tarot cards and says, I see it in the cards. Two champions draped in gold. And yeah, it's interesting. I like Carrion talking a little more. Yeah, I like this version of him so much more. Like, yeah, I think it's realistic that he that I, it feels realistic that he could lose. Yeah, basically. And that makes him so much more interesting um, as a character. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll want to get just go through the whole the rest of the show. We'll get to yeah, yeah. main event. Apparently, Loomis versus Austin Theory happened. Um, I watched it and I don't really remember it. Yeah, I know the end. Um, Austin like tried to be buds with Loomis, and then Loomis uh hurt him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Loomis's move set, so I don't know what. Um, did. It probably. I think it's called the silence. This is like choke out finisher. Mm-hmm. The guillotine choke. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole uh, yelled at Kyle, mm-hmm. and Kyle interrupted him on a a weird video. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little strange, but. Like, basically, the whole point was, like, Kyle's not here. Like, he's not allowed to be here. He's not cleared. Yeah. And Adam Cole just wanting 
wanting a piece of Kyle. Mm-hmm. And I cannot, I cannot wait for that match. Mm-hmm. I take over. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, it'll be. I mean, we were getting two nights of takeover too, so yeah, so everything's gonna be on takeover. I'm guessing because one is on the network, or I mean, one is on USA, and then mm. one is on Peacock. So I'm guessing yeah. we might get like a five hour takeover, like two hours one night and three. Yeah, but probably. Maybe it'll just be two hours both nights. I don't know. It's possible. I'm very we'll curious. See. Um, Jordan or Brizongo uh, versus Legato del Fantasma happened. Good tag team match. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jordan Devlin showed up and took out Santos Escobar. Yeah, I really, I hope to God that Santos wins that, just because I don't. Jordan Devlin sucks. Oh, is he like, a bad boy? He's a shit. Yeah, he sucks. Um, he's like named in the speaking out oh. stuff last year and. Yeah, um, I just, yeah, do not want him or on my screen that much. You know, I can, I, I don't always watch UK, so I don't always have to see him. So, yeah, but I mean, it'll be a good match. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. So. But yeah, hopefully, yeah, Santos wins. Um, We got Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai. I was positive Zoe Stark I thought I heard that a name or she feels like she's been around for a while, but this is her first like real company she's wrestled for. Yeah, it's wild. Like she's so good. Yeah, she's incredible. Her versus Dakota Kai is great. Um, Dakota got the win. She finally got a win. Mm hmm. Um, Yeah. And yeah. Uh, EO, EO showed up and gave Raquel Gonzalez a contract. Um, I, I love that. Just like babyface champion, like, you know, going up to the big, you know, challenger, yeah. like the big scary challenger and like basically challenging her saying like, put up or shut up. Yeah. And uh, that then what's uh, there's going to be a tag team match. Between EO and EO and Zoe Stark versus Dakota and Raquel. And Raquel was like, but I can have EO whenever I want. I don't really want to do this. And then she's like, okay, whatever. I'll do it. Um, yeah. Do you- yeah. Because Dakota Kai was like, I need this, yeah, basically. Yeah. Do you think Raquel is going to take it her first time challenging EO? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Like, I think. She could. I haven't felt like any of EO's challengers were like the one to take it off of her for a while. Yeah. I feel Raquel's the first one that feels like it could happen in quite a while. Have they? I don't know the history of NXT champions. Have they had like a monster woman's champion? Was Nia ever champion? Uh, Nia was never champion. Um, I guess Shane is the closest to a scary. Shane is the closest to. Yeah. Like, but yeah, she's different. She's like. Not like a big intimidating like physical presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's just like terrifying, like because of how good she is and like the the MMA stuff. Um, yeah, they haven't really. Um, yeah, that I can't think of a single one. Yeah, and in NXT, Raquel got the win at War Games and she pinned EO for it. Right. Yeah. So. 
yeah, she shows she's strong. I mean, she is strong, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see whatever happens with that. Um, they're doing a really good job building to take over. Mm. Um, yeah, Tommaso was uh looking for Timmy, and Timmy was gone, and he's like, uh, ask Marcel if he's seen um Alexander Wolf lately insinuating that he beat up alexander wolf um apparently there was supposed to be a tag team match between timothy thatcher and tommaso champa but uh there was another covid outbreak in nxt and so they had to change a lot of stuff um so Mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully timothy thatcher's okay hopefully imperium's okay well they were both there right yeah imperium was there um yeah alexander wolf wasn't timothy thatcher wasn't yeah um, so Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner, uh, I think Tommaso had a match against Marcel Bartel. Yeah, which is very good. And then Imper- Marcel Bartel is like one of the m- most underrated wrestlers. Yeah. In the company. Um, then uh, Walter shows up. Mm-hmm. Walter's and here. Yeah, made it back over here to America. Um, that. Like, you know, threw, did some chops, mm-hmm. all sounded horrible, mm-hmm. like terrifying. Uh, and yeah, that match will be unbelievable, him and Champa. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I hope that it's for the UK title. Like, not, I don't want Champa to win that, but I just at least hope there's more that they do that. There's more to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot this could go, like, a lot of ways this could go because Timothy Thatcher was in ring Kampf, which was imperium mm-hmm. on in in germany wxw yeah in wxw in germany and so i mean this could lead this could give champa more because champa was like doing nothing for a while and this could give him more to do because like timothy thatcher could be like no i'm joining these guys and then him and champa could have like a cool little feud yeah yeah that would be cool um Reunited ring comp, like even more so, would be really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm very. I mean, it's a it's NXT. I'm always very interested. Um, yeah. Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly tried to run over Adam Cole. Yep. I <laughs> uh, tried to commit vehicular manslaughter, so they both got arrested. It rocks. I don't know why they both yeah. did. Well, Adam Cole was like trying to to fight and stuff. Yeah. So I also enjoy that being a baby face move because kyle's the baby face in this situation Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean you get someone as slimy as adam cole you gotta hit him with your car Mm -hmm. yeah um la knight wrestled um i was cooking so i cannot say a word about his wrestling it's good i mean i it was you know it wasn't like the biggest showcase for him or anything um it was like wasn't like a super long match, but like he's good. He's a better talker than he is a wrestler, but he's a good wrestler. So yeah, he's just a great talker. Yeah, I I am like actually obsessed with his character <laughs> right now for some reason. Like I think like the analogy I made is like you know like an eighties like nineteen eighties or nineteen nineties like star baseball player. Yeah, yeah, like especially like, it feels like a guy who like just signed a big free agent contract in like a new team, mm-hmm. but. He's actually probably not as good as he, anymore yeah. as he thinks he is. He's just like he's 
you know, signed that contract based on it, how good he has been, but he's like on the back end of his career, mm-hmm. especially with that hairline he has <laughs> that just gives off that vibe. Yeah. But, um, and I, I just love it. It's just like, it's a little different than what you normally see. Like he's, he talks a little bit differently, but like, it's all so confident immediately, which is like, I really, really like about him, like coming into a new place like this and just immediately owning like the screen whenever he's on it yeah. is is pretty cool. My favorite thing is that his name is L.A. Knight and he's billed from like Pennsylvania. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love, it's kind of like how the, um, Ziggler is from uh, Hollywood, Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Which I'm sure just like based on the name has to be the worst place on Earth. Yeah. Oh, Hollywood, yeah. Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, Balor and Cross versus Lorcan and Birch. Mm, Danny Birch uh, separated his shoulder during the match. He gets hurt which, a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's not young. Yeah. Also, and, when Oni Lorcan was talking, this happened earlier in the show. I want him to talk so much more. He reminds me, I know he's just a dude from Boston, but it feels like I'm at like a hardcore show when I hear him talk <laughs> and I love it. Oh, a, so a bald much. white dude, a bald white dude, like from Boston yeah. reminds you of hardcore. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, uh, this, saw. um, Balor tried to do a drop kick to Oni, Oni Lorcan. He got a or and he knocked or no, yeah, Oni Lorcan. He hit, he hit, he hit Oni, but then like Oni went into Scarlet, and this made this made Cross mad, and he beat everyone up. Yeah, and that's um, I I so like I hate that trope of like a a a woman wrestler like you know having ref fragility mm-hmm. where they like get hit just barely and they're out for forever mm-hmm. but scarlet actually like didn't wasn't like selling for that long which i enjoyed like you know you can say it as like oh she didn't see it coming so it was like it hit her off guard yeah or whatever and so that's why it even took her out but she wasn't like down for forever selling yeah which which i enjoy even though we haven't seen her as an entering competitor yet it still like makes her seem more legitimate yeah um also i um yeah that was nxt it was tight um and i did not um we're gonna move on to aew so let's talk about one piece of wwe news we have wrestlemania hosts one of them oh god is titus o'neill which is awesome especially in florida he's a florida guy um oh that makes a little more sense for the second guy um Hulk Hogan, oh sh- yeah also a florida guy um, a shitty bass player from florida and yeah it's dumb it doesn't surprise me like a lot of people were like um this is weird and it's not <laughs> weird. he's been showing up it's also peacock um yeah on Peacock, they, uh, yeah, on Peacock, they show a lot of, a lot of, uh, I'm guessing they want, it's their first big show, they wanted a big name, and so they asked. That's my guess. I don't know if that's real Mm. or not, but. I'm going to guess that plays into it. I mean, like, so, go through the history of, like, WWE and NBC working together, um. 
like there they used to do like Saturday night main event on NBC and stuff like that. That's where Hogan and Andre first like had a match oh, okay. was on NBC on Saturday night main event. It's the most watched wrestling match ever. Mm-hmm. It was like a ridiculous TV rating. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I'll look it up. Um but um so that's there like I mean so Hogan has that like NBC you know connection for them having wrestling and um, I'm going to guess it's a mix of that and then just less of a crowd, but there still will be one. It's in Florida. Like, this is a safe thing in their eyes to put Hogan into. Yeah. Um, he, it's not like they're in, like, fucking Chicago or something yeah. where he's going to get booed. Yeah. Um, he Like, he will, but it'll be less so, and especially a huge stadium with less people in it. It won't be a big deal. Yeah. It's a bummer. I don't want to see him ever again. Uh, oh, yeah, no. But the, the next time I want to see Hogan is like stills from his open casket funeral. <laughs> but yeah, he he sucks. Uh, let's talk about AEW. Um, Cody beat Penta. This was this was a great match with the the worst like. Cody over overpowered Cody finish mm-hmm. imaginable. I'm like it it's baffling. Yeah. Like it's baffling, but also I was like completely unsurprised that it happened. Oh yeah. So, I like, yeah, Penta, you know, did his arm break thing to Cody on Cody's bad arm, and then Cody just rolled through it into like a roll up for the win. Mm-hmm. Like he gets his arm broken. And gets the win. Yep. Yep. Um, afterwards, though, we did get the the best thing ever of Penta wearing a little <laughs> little St. Patrick's Day hat out in the crowd. Just the quickest shot of it, and then he gives it back. It was great. It was. It's so funny. Like I I love Penta. Like I've heard. Like I forgot who. Like heard from people. You know. Like. Oh, his lack of English. Like, same thing with Andrade mm-hmm. that gets talked about. Like, oh, his lack of English is holding him back. Um, for Andrade, like, I can see that being true in the WWE, mm-hmm. which is not his fault. It is WWE's perception mm-hmm. of... And I could even see that being true um, of Penta because of AEW. Yeah, yeah. You know, not because it actually holds him back from connecting with the fans. And I don't think they see it that way, but... Um, he has just so much charisma without, like, when he's talking in Spanish, I, like, it's the same as, like, New Japan when people are really good promos. I don't need to understand it. I get it. Well, um, and he doesn't have to say a word to, like, give off charisma. Yeah, and he's wearing a mask and shows so much expression. Like, his eyes express so much. Like, I know, like, it's, it's so good, like. He de- he literally doesn't have to say a word, and he gives off like so much personality. Like he's one of my favorite characters in AEW without ever like really doing things to like like he doesn't like do a promo like he did with his through his translator the other week yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But like in general, like that's not where his personality is coming through. Um, it's just his body language and like everything like that. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mox and Eddie Kingston uh, had a cool little promo where they uh, 
they called Luke Gallows Forky um, from Toy Story 4 because he's got mm-hmm. big googly eyes. Um, I, that's very true. They are the best. I they could I want a podcast with them just talking because they're perfect together. Um, and then uh, Eddie Kingston tried to get as many rap references as he could in. Even though mm-hmm. I, he has AFI lyrics in his Instagram bio from the album Crash Love, which it's the weirdest thing to me. I'm still the, I'm still shocked by it. I know it's it's even stranger that it's off of Crash Love. Well, he's a 40 year old man from Yonkers, New York. He. Like his whole persona is that he loves like New York hip hop and he loves AFI, which or maybe just really likes that one AFI song. I don't know. It's maybe tight. off of one of the, the the lesser AFI albums. Yeah. Like I'm a huge AFI fan. Or I actually reviewed maybe the last album. I don't know if they've come out with I reviewed the Blood album. Is that the one that is like real industrial sounding? Or is that the one before? It's pretty it's it was pretty industrial. It was like a mix of like kind of industrial stuff with some of their like more Sing the Sorrow esque oh. stuff. I liked oh. it. I gave it a I gave it an okay review. Okay. Like for this late into a band's career, it was a good review. Was, I I did that one and U two at the same time and I it gave it a much better it was, I did songs of experience. Uh reviewed that and uh gave, I gave AFI a better score. Okay. Okay. Um, but they, I, I just remembered the next album I did was pissed jeans. That was a weird moment in my album review. My small album review career was doing <laughs> AFI, U2 and pissed jeans in like a month. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So Mox and Kingston fought the good brothers. <laughs> um, there's a lot of weird Weird fuckery throughout this match. Uh, Moxie ended up rolling Anderson up for the win, which rocks. Um, and um, the Young Bucks, they just start beating up, beating the shit out of them. And the Young Bucks come out. Oh, yeah. Gallows and Anderson and Kenny start beating the shit out of Moxley and Kingston. I should clarify that. And then the Young Bucks come out, which leads to... Um, the story didn't we have the same similar story in New Japan where Kenny and the Young Bucks weren't friends anymore? Uh during the Kota yeah. thing. Yeah, we did. Um but Kenny like Kenny was the definite babyface in that. That's true. Um I, and I don't, Cody, Cody was the heel and the Young Bucks were just caught between. Yeah, that's true. I don't like baby uh, babyface Young Bucks. No, I mean, I hate it. Like, they're heels. Like, I just, I don't even want it to, like, I want them to just be on board with Kenny right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I want them to be shithead heels. Yeah. Um, uh, Don Callis said they're not the same Young Bucks they used to be in uh, New Japan. Um, and they, they don't know how to feel about that. By the way, I did just finally get a, Get the uh, the TV ratings for Andre Hogan on NBC. Thirty three million people watched that match. Damn, 
fifteen point two rating. That's wild. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely wild. Still like the yeah, still the most watched pro wrestling thing in history that's, in in America at least. That's insane. Um, the Pinnacle. MJF has a his group name is the Pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, going in raw made the joke that it sounds like a brewery, and now I can't not hear that. <laughs> Pinnacle Brewing. Yeah, that's really all that needs to be said. Uh, They want to take over. They took over Jericho's locker room. They just want to erase Jericho, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Jericho is, like, the only thing I hate more than this group. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Also... uh, Sting, Sting talked again, like he always does, and uh, Lance Archer came out and wants the TNT title, Taz came out, and Brian Cage was like, Sting, you're cool. He's like, Taz, you don't need to talk to me. I like you, Sting. You're cool. Mm. (laughs) And uh, that made Taz and uh, Starks mad, so that's kind of interesting, I guess. It's not... Yeah, probably getting out of Cage babyface turn soon, which is cool, like Cage's great so he loves cupcakes mm. that's all i really uh, know every, about him se- seems to be legitimately like a really cool good dude like um i i think i've said this before but like one of my favorite things is like kind of eyeing like who everyone is friends with in wrestling based on like social media comments yeah, yeah. you see like who is commenting on other people's posts and who like you know and stuff like that and you always see cage like commenting on people's stuff like su- being supportive mm-hmm. and like you see his post and it's just like people from every company like that you know always like commenting back on his stuff so like seems like a cool really cool dude that everyone likes toy toy um let's talk about the big news out of this week uh blood lots of blood lot, a lot of blood for a tv match yeah, yeah. thunder Rosa this is like and Britt i kind of didn't think about that at first i was like because I don't watch it, like, on TV, you know? Yeah, yeah. I watch it, like, later. I was like, oh, wait. This just aired on TV. Like, this is so much blood. Yeah. I think... For, for TV. I'm guessing this was a Brit's first Blade job, and she might have gone a little deep. Uh, it was... It was something. It was, like, Stone Cold... Like, Stone Cold WrestleMania 13-esque. Like... But... Or maybe more, like, but more, like probably. way more blood. Um, like Mick Foley more like like more so. Yeah. Um my one complaint is I feel like a blood feud with this much blood there should be more story built up. Like It's weird cuz like these two have like built up a story through in-ring stuff really really well. Oh well, yeah. But but just like they haven't had the time outside of that to build up like the like the feud outside of the ring, and there's no, it, it feel like. there's nothing personal. Like it, it didn't feel. And when I want blood, like the Cody Dustin match, mm. that was great because they're brothers. Um, I guess Stone Cold and Bret Hart. I just think Bret Hart takes every everything in existence personally. Oh yeah. So that's why that one makes sense to me. I don't know. I just unless it's a like a real ass death match, um, I want I want there to be some personal 
stuff to make them bleed. I don't know. Maybe that's unnecessary and stupid, but no, I think it like I I think that that helps for sure. Like it makes the blood seem like worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one for me, like if the blood almost feels worth it because they're like making up for AEW's lack of attention to their women's division. Yes, like this is like a line in the sand kind of like no like things are gonna get better from here like we'll see if that holds true but um that that makes it feel worth it to me but that's like in a meta way (laughs) yeah i'm yeah but uh rosa got the win um it was a good match um they're both i have been a little down on Britt Baker. Like, I never thought she was that great, but that's because I was just judging her super kicks. Um, Which are bad. She did one in this match that was, it was look it was watchable. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, I also love Adam Cole uh, tweeted something like to build a feud against Kyle and then ended it by saying, uh, my girlfriend's a badass. And yeah, I love that. that rocks. Um, yeah. I really like um, the idea of them on separate companies just like gassing each other up. Like Yeah. Um yeah, it's, I, I really like I I love that. I saw that as like him staying in character and then almost like just breaking character for like one second. Yeah. Just like, oh and by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but th- this match was it was great. Like it was like overbooked in a good in kind of a good way. Like just like there's so much going on. It was like it, it felt very much like it's ridiculous that this is the first time women have main evented dynamite. Yes. Like that's uh, that's garbage. Yes. Like that sucks. But if that's since that's the case, um let's make up for some lost time. Yeah. Like let's like let's make people remember this match more than just like the fact that it happened, you know? Yeah. Like um, I remember like when Charlotte, like when Charlotte and Sasha main evented Raw mm-hmm. in that um I remember that match because it was an amazing match. It was Falls Count Anywhere. It was the one where Sasha puts Charlotte through the railings of the arena mm-hmm. and did a bank statement like through that. Yeah. Um to win the title. And like that was awesome. I remember that match. And so like it makes it even more special. Mm-hmm. Um versus like some of those other like, oh, first ever women's whatever kind of match. Um like those are big moments, but I don't remember stuff from the match. Yeah, yeah. You know, they this elevated this match like to that place where like we'll remember this. And if AEW can turn their women's division around, um, start giving it the attention it deserves, yeah. which I think they're making steps. You know, I think the tournament was a good step. Yes, even though they still fumbled that a bit by putting some on YouTube and all that. Yes, but. They are making steps in the right direction. You just got to hope they keep moving in that direction. Yeah. I just want them to like Sheeta's going to get beat and then no one's going to care about Sheeta. And every time Sheeta shows up, she's great. Mm. And that's my that's the like, I'm glad that they're doing some work with their women's division, even if it's a weird way, like. Thunder Rosa isn't technically signed to AEW. 
But yeah, every, everyone is just counting down those days till that NWA contract runs out. Yeah. Like, like, she she has a match on um, NWA's um, pay per view coming up because they just came back. Yeah. Um, and that might be kind of her send off, unless maybe she wins the title. Yeah. And they keep doing doing weird stuff. Yeah. And I mean, she's their she's their strongest booked wrestler. I feel mm-hmm. like, and. I just I want Sheeta to I want them to showcase their champion like that's the thing that annoys me the most. It's like make your champion important. WWE is doing the same thing with Asuka. I mean, Mm -hmm. Asuka's hurt, but yeah, real bad. But um, I don't know. Her her teeth are jacked. It's just showcase your champion. Make your champion feel important. Like don't. It's important that you do that. Uh, but yeah, this was a good turnaround. Like this match, as as I said, it didn't feel personal, but there was a build to it. And the build's yeah. been going for a long time. Um, Britt taking the loss doesn't hurt her at all. No, not at all. And it's very much it's very Stone Cold esque, like lose the match, but. We like will remember that image of her with like the blood coming down. Yeah. And so Yeah. And yeah, it rocked. Um it was definitely a good time. AEW was a decent show this week. And yeah. That match I just hope they continue. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope. It's just like Okay, don't pat yourself on the back too much for this. Like especially like the execs like Tony Khan and Bucks, Cody, Kenny, don't pat yourself on the back for this. Like, it, you've had this talent the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's your fault that it hasn't main evented before, that it hasn't had that attention given. Um, and it's deserved it this whole time. So don't pat yourself on the back. Realize, hey, they just like bailed us out potentially of the mistakes we've made if we keep moving forward people will people will forget like pretty quick mm-hmm. if it's like if it's good going forward like you have to have kind of a short-term memory as a wrestling fan because it happens every week um so just like use this as like a stepping stone not like okay job done yeah like we did it we're we're good we're cool look how cool we are look yeah yeah yeah, don't do that. I did like they didn't call it historic, right? <laughs> they just not that I heard. Okay, they just kind of made it a thing, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and that was the week in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, you want to answer some questions? Uh, yeah, we probably should. It's wild how much quicker this show goes the less the less people there are I mean, on it. We we don't have the we're kind of we don't distract each other very much. <laughs> No, you and I, I'd say that you and I distract each other the least of yeah. any of the potential pairings on this show. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Y'all are getting a breezy, a breezy Oster and Zach yeah. episode. Just a, little, just a little guy. Um, Let's start with this question from uh, Knox Gods, uh, uh, Bryson. Um, my only question is who's each of your biggest what ifs in wrestling? So I'm guessing like people who should have been stars but aren't but aren't or i get that could also be like 
what if this happened instead of this? Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is what if uh, the screw job never happened? Oh, that, I mean, that's I think that is wrestling's like biggest what if. Yeah. Because like, like, man, that just like it, it gets like I it, it's almost annoying a little bit just to hear like how big and important moment that was. But like it was like it legitimately was like it affected everything mm-hmm. um, going forward. Um, another one that I have is what if the rock never got his shot? Cause like until he turned heel, right? He, no one cared about Rocky mm-hmm. Maivia. I mean, they actively chanted die Rocky die. Like what if he, he never came out. He never busted out. We, the rock wouldn't exist. Dwayne Johnson yeah. wouldn't exist. No, the fast and probably would. The fast and furious would, franchise would never have been revitalized. No, um, I mean, like, he probably like. I imagine he would have had a solid career. Uh-huh. He might have even still eventually been world champion at some level. Yeah, like, um, because like obviously they saw great things for him, all that. Um, but. Man, if he hadn't, like, yeah, turned heel, joined the Nation of Domination, like, become The Rock instead of Rocky Maivia, like, that's, that's huge, like, ripples. And then, like, because of who he is now, like, my God, like, the, the ripples through all of entertainment and, and just the world. Yeah, and, like, was, was that the Attitude Era? That was, like, the beginning of the Attitude Era, basically. Like, would... Was WCW around, or were they dead? Oh, uh, I mean, they were still. Yeah, they were. They were around. Um, they could have. Like, they could have won. Yeah, I mean, entirely possible. Russell, like, like WWE so, could have like when The Rock and Austin were on top. Wrestling was the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to watch it, but it was everyone talked about it. Yeah, it was. Ev- it was everywhere. I remember. Mankind on the cover of Nintendo Power magazine. Damn. Like, I, I, I wasn't watching wrestling quite yet either. I, I started having an interest around then because, like, I played the, the N64 games with my next door neighbor and then, like, occasionally watched um, starting around then. Um, but I, for, I don't actually... WCW, this is tangent, but I don't think WCW would have won no matter what. I think WCW didn't lose because of... The WWF beating them, yeah. In my opinion, like though they did, they they capitalized on things like Austin and The Rock and stuff. But I think WCW beat itself. Like you look at some of the decisions they made along the way. Like I think they are the main reason they they failed. Um, I I don't. Know, I have a million what if scenarios. Like what if Eddie hadn't died you know like yeah. what it like yeah. that's a big one for me it's just like what would his career have like looked like yeah. you know like um like what further impact would he have had yeah i mean yeah i won't never mind um and like there's so much history that could have changed if eddie never died i know like and it's weird because like his legacy his legacy is like no matter what is like amazing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Like he had, he had earned that, but his legacy was like catapulted, you know, to like the, uh, 
top top level that it's at because he died too soon yeah. like you know it's like james dean james dean was in three movies that's wild but we still remember who james dean is i mean i've heard like i was listening to that rivals podcast you told me about and i was listening to an episode about the smith versus the cure mm-hmm. and this is also true for a lot of hardcore bands it's like the smiths are so like cool and important because they had they were around for five years yeah um same they didn't have a chance to be to get bad and it's like a lot of hardcore bands too is like they being a career hardcore band is difficult so bands that last longer than 10 sometimes five years they write their shitty records like I think Hatebreed is one of the greatest bands of all time, but I like two of their records. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's just like, it's all the same. It's all corny, but they're huge because um, they are, they're just huge. But it's like, it's the same thing with, with, with wrestling. I think sometimes is like, like, your potential that never happened um like kind of gives your legacy more uh, yeah i mean yeah like that's just true and yeah pretty true across the board of just like you don't if you don't have the chance to have the mediocre you know second part of like mediocre parts of like the second half of a career like, basically i never saw the undertaker as a kid I don't give a fuck about The Undertaker now. Yeah. Because what I've seen of The Undertaker is horrendous. Yeah. I hate it. It's bad. It's very bad. And like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, think like, the Beatles were a band for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we like, we never had them making their like, in their 50s dad rock albums. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's why they have the legacy they have was because they created what they did in such a short time frame. Yeah. Um, I don't I'll think of any other what if things like Booker T winning at WrestleMania at, you know, WrestleMania 19. Against Triple H. Like, yeah, against Triple H. Like, just his career would have been catapulted so far. And like the way we see Triple H is like reign of terror at that time would have been different. And yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. What if uh, Triple H never married Stephanie? Yeah. Would NXT be a thing? Would he be trusted with everything he's been trusted with? Or no. would it have been the same? But yeah, because it's like, is is it only nepotism? Or is it because Triple H does have a good mind for the business? It's both. Yeah. It's because there's so many. He would, I'm sure, he'd probably be a just a produce like one of the best producers, probably. But like, he'd just be like one of the top level producers, not what he is. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, that's an. We could go on this all day. I wish Isai and Matt were here to talk about this too. This Mm. could be an entire fucking episode. Yeah, we should bring this question back up. Yeah, uh, when they're here, I'll save it. I'll save it. Good job, Bryson. That was a good question this time. Thanks, Knox. <laughs> um, Drew has a suggestion that I will send to everyone, which is actually a good idea. That's cool. Um, and then our favorite, our favorite uh, human, uh, 
Emma, Dr. Blurg. Um, if you're making eggs for yourself for breakfast in the morning, how many eggs you cooking? Hmm. Uh, three or four usually. And then it's like almost always when I'm making eggs, it's just also like two pieces of toast and then eat it as a, as a sandwich. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm usually a two egger. Um, I haven't made eggs for myself in so long. That sounds good. I'm going to do that. Um, maybe that's what I'll have for lunch today. Um, but yeah, I'm a two egger. Um, and I do love just a simple egg sandwich. It's one of life's great, one of life's great, uh, things that exists. Yeah. Um, thank you for your questions, friends. Um, that's, that is the show for today. Um, wow. Un- under an hour. Under? We're we're at 57 minutes. <laughs> and I started recording before that, so it's going to be even shorter than that. Damn. Damn. Well, you're you're welcome or sorry. I don't know. If you like the, the wor- two and a half hour episodes, you're wild, but... You, you are wild, but and you will probably have plenty more of those yes. on other we weeks. We got Mania season coming. Um, we'll be talking, we'll be talking a lot. We got a two night takeover, a two night mania. <sighs> got a lot. Well, got a lot. Okay, got my birthday are... this next week. Shout out birthdays. Um, yeah. Two night mania. So those are separate, right? Cause it'll be thir- Wednesday and Thursday for takeover. We'll record on Saturday, many of the next week. Okay. That won't be bad. That won't be too bad. No. Okay. Tight. Won't be a four hour episode. Tight. tight. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, thank you very much for listening. Happy Rusev day. And wrestle boys. Three sixteen says Hulk Hogan is racist scum. <laughs>